Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Chof Gimel. And today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas. Avram ben Peretz. And for a full shame of Baila Bas Chanarifka. So we, we did the Mishnah yesterday, so we're on the last line of Chof Beis on Mubeis 22b. But the first line of the Mishnah that we're going to analyze now is that we said, a of a kosher to ride a get. So Gomorrah asks, But what do you mean? They don't have das. What's wrong? Why do they need das? Isn't it as long as they can write and the letters look, you can read it and they put all the correct information in, isn't that good enough? Why do they need das? Uh, last line of soft base on the base, 22b. Um, don't they need it? No, so because it has to be written in Shmo. If you don't have Das, how's, he, how's this person going to direct their mind to, um, to make sure it's Shmo written for that, from that man for that woman? So, Omar Rafuna, Rafuna says, That's where an adult stands watching him. And there, and Rashi explains, um, but Oimer law, cost of the Tariponi, the cost of cost of the Tariponi, he tells him you writing this get on behalf of Reuven and Leah, whatever the exact uh, um, to make it ish more. I was just thinking, you know, it's like, <coughs> is him telling the let's say child what to do, and the child going ahead, almost like he's doing the thinking on behalf of the child. Do we say that when the, when the child's instructed what to do, or the shoytel, the cheresh, or the shoytel instructed what to do, then they do have that intent and it's significant for it to go effect. <coughs> but either way, with this adult standing by the child, <coughs> with this adult channeling, ch- standing by the child and watching, it does go through. Now, according to Rashi, you have to learn this Mishnah. Or Rav Huna is learning the Mishnah as Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. Because remember, according to Rabbi Meir, you, own, you don't need the get written Lishmo, you only need the signatures Lishmo. And I mean, this child's not going to sign on your behalf, or this Cheresh or Shaita. So, therefore, it must be Rabbi Eliezer, again, who holds Ede Mesira, when the, when the Torah says that it has to be Lishmo, that yes, the document has to be Lishmo. And not only that, the, uh, they have to watch it being handed over. And again, yeah, and this, that an adult standing next to him is effective to um, write it. There's just one difficult, or um, quite a difficulty with saying that this Mishnah is Rebbe Eliezer and the get has to be written is more. So if you just jump back to the last line of the Mishnah, it says, She'ein kiuma get What gives the get its uh, validity? The signatures. That sounds very much like Rebbe Meir, not Rebbe Lezer. Because according to, according to Rebbe Lezer, you don't even need signatures on the get Doraisa. So Rashi explains, I think we saw this, uh, we saw this very recently, um, that we often refer to the Eidei Masira as the Chosmov. Those who, those, who, those who watch the get being handed over, we often refer to them as the signatories. Because very, very often, 
they're the same person. You know, will you sign the get and watch me hand it over? You're never going to, okay, sign the get, thank you, and then go mission around for another two people. Use the two people you have there ready. So that's why they are referred to as chosmos. That's how you'd have to explain the last line. So Amal Eram Nachman, Elam Yato, Oyved, Koshavi, Yisrael, Oymen, Al-Kavu, Hachin, Amidu, Kosher. Well, then if you have a non-Jew writing the get and the Yisrael standing by him, that should also be kosher. Again, we don't assume that the non-Jew, thank you so much, we don't assume that the non-Jew is doing it lishma. But if, the, if a Jew standing there telling him, I want you to write this get for Reuven and Leah, that should count. Maybe you'll say it works. Maybe you'll say that, yes, a non-Jew can write a get. Again, and like Rashi, even though Rebbe Lezer holds that the get has to be written lishma. And you just have to stand there and tell him what he's instructing, who he's writing it for, so that it's lishma. Can't be, says, Tanya, I think impossible. And Oved Kochavim is invalid. So we see that you can't come along and tell me that if you have an adult or if you have someone standing, supervising the get being written, telling them to do it Lishmore, that accounts as Lishmore because then it would work with the non Jew. It would work with the non Jew. So the Gemara answers, no, it can still fit. It says, Oved Kochavim, the Daite de Nafsha of it. Why is concerned that the non Jew does it for his own motivation? I, when you have an independent thinker, I, an adult who we say is competent, they're viewed as an independent thinker. You can't assume that they're doing it for the reasons you want. So when you tell the Oyved Kochavim to please write the get on behalf for Ruven and Leah, you can assume they like thinking their own thing. They've got their own ishmo in mind. But if they are writing for Ruven and Leah... Well, you don't know. A Cheresheit of a Cotton, we assume are mentally incompetent and not on the level of being thoughtful so therefore when you tell them what to do you can almost assume they're just following the instructions but at least their mind won't ever be for another reason because we don't count their own thoughts to a degree but could, if his mind is for another reason well that's uh, thoughtful as we see we might modify this chat of why not you can't uh, do lishma um, but that at the moment this seems to be how the Gomorrah is learning. So, okay, so Rafuna's way stands. Rafuna learns the Mishnah's Rebbe Lezer, and when it comes to say that, oh, but then how can a Cherishot of a Koton write Lishmo? No, you have an adult supervising them. Now he says, Hadarama Ram Nachman. This is going to be another explanation of the Mishnah Ram Nachman, because this was, in previous we just had Ram Nachman asking on Rafuna's way and giving a justification for Rafuna. But now it says, Hadarama Ram Nachman. He retracted and he said, you know what, I'm actually what I've been saying is not true. I granted originally I went along that the Mishnah is Rebbe Eliezer and an and a non-Jew is invalid to write the get and it's because the get has to be written Ishmael, which a non-Jew can't do. He now revises and assumes that the Mishnah is actually Rebbe Maya. And to be honest, if it's true, well not to be honest, to be truthful, if the halacha is like, if you're going like Rebbe Maya, then a non-Jew can write the get. So he's revising that whole last piece to learn the Mishnah differently. Let's see. The only We'll see in the next Mishnah it specifies that a non-Jew cannot deliver a get. It implies that there's nothing wrong with him writing it. Otherwise we would have put in that one. It's also possible to write. So it's specifically delivered by a non-Jew's kosher. It says, And we learned in a bride. Didn't we say that a non-Jew cannot write a get? You brought, that was the price that we challenged of 
Uh, we brought a bag. Says no, he Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, he to Amar. I am a Sirah Karti Ovin and Sivadi Shmuel. Says no, the price which says that a non-Jewish parcel is Rabbi Eliezer who who holds that. Um, the Adim who watch the transfer of the essential ones for the get, and therefore when he learns you write the get has the writing on the get has to be Lishmon, that's the actual writing of the get. Then you can assume that Ovekhovim is doing it for himself. So he's revising and he's saying that our Mishnah is actually a hundred percent kosher, whether it's a non Jew, whether it's a Khashav, again as long as the text is right, that's good. I'm assuming, I mean you could uh, and we can check up on this, but I don't, we don't pass on that Rabbi Meir. But theoretically, if you print the get, that's fine, because it doesn't have to be lishma according to Rabbi Meir. If it doesn't matter whether it's a cherishayt or cotton or a non-Jew, but that you see, Rav Nachman's revised his position from assuming the mission's Rabbi Lezer, and now he has to justify how can you have a cherishayt of a cotton rod and make a distinction between a cherishayt of a cotton and an akum. And he says, blank rule, no, it's fine. It says, Omar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says. Omer Hoyo Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Meir used to say, Even if you find a, a get in the dustbin, and you just, you then sign it, or get two people to sign it, you can give it to your wife and it's valid. We see that Rebbe Meir holds, it doesn't matter who wrote the get or how it was written. You chance upon a get that has the right names and the right dates, etc. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Only the signing, when we say when we say that the get has to be written lishma, we mean it according to Rabbi Meir. We mean it has to be signed lishma. So the the person who's the two aiding who are signing the get, they have to have in mind that this is for that Ruvain and that layer, not the generic Ruvain and layer that this, that we found this get <coughs> magically. Uh, it says, oh, Nachman, Robert challenged Nachman. It says, for cost of law lishma, when it says you shall write for her, it has to be lishma. It has to be written with the intent for a specific woman. Does that not on the surface move when you ask this right at the beginning of the Masechta? means writing the gets. He says, when it says it has to be written Lishmo, it must be referring to the signing of the Aiden because that's the only writing that needs to be unique and essential. Robert challenges again. He says, any get that is written or that is not written for a specific woman is invalid. Edited to say that any get that is not signed for a specific woman is invalid. He challenged him again. When he writes part of the get, it's as if he wrote the whole get lishma. So what do we see here in my lab? So again, you, it's saying that if you write part of the get lishma, it's as good as if you wrote the whole get lishma. This is a brisa. Asifa is generally from a brisa. So there's, we have a Tanani, a Tanai tradition that says that if you if he writes part of the get, it's invalid. Now my love, what do you mean part of the get or has to be written in Shmo and then it counts for the rest of the get. Says my love, Kaisev the Toyrev Lishmo, Keilu Kosvala Toyfes Lishmo. If you wrote the Toyrev Lishmo, it's as if you write the Toyfes Lishmo. These are two words that we've got to get familiar with, but we have mentioned them in part. Remember, Toyrev is the essence of the get. It's the primary, that's the unique information, the date, the names, the cities. Um, many of it includes the basic declaration of the get, like this get is a uh, 
divorce, this is a divorce document, to divorce, affecting a divorce. And then the toe-face is the standard information that's added in and the elaboration on the get, etc. So as long as you write the toe-raif, the essence of the get, the names, etc., Lishmon, it's good enough if you wrote the toe-face. But again, we see this, um, again, that's the only, how, do you, how else do you understand if part of it was done Lishmo? It's as if it was all done Lishmo. Can't be that I wrote half, can it, does it mean that I wrote half my signature for one and, and change it? No, it makes most sense to say as long as you wrote the essence of the get. But we see it's the Lishmo is going on the actual writing of the get. So there's no loika, shuhu what that is actually teaching, to fit, if you want to fit it in with Rebbe Meir, is that it's saying when you sign it Lishmo, it's as if you wrote the whole thing Lishmo. Uh, you make the whole get effective. So, and then, yeah, so if you read the line, and it's, it's, it's not a far-fetched way of reading it, it says, If you wrote some of it, it's as if you wrote all of it. So if you signed it, it's as if you wrote um, Okay, for Eboy Seymour, alternative you can say, you can actually say, who's these Mishnahs or who's that Brysa? It's Rebbe Lezer who holds that it's Eide Mesirakarti, who holds that it does have to be written Ishmael. I mean, this is, I found this is going to always be very difficult. Any question that we have from one Brysa that says that the get has to be, or implies that the get has to be written Ishmael, you can always dismiss it and say that that's Rabbi Eliezer. Any brisa that you have that says, that implies that the get does not have to be written Ishmael, you can always dismiss it and say it's Rabbi Meir. But interestingly, on our Mishnah, we've had two ways of learning. We, we had Rav Huna who wants to learn it as Rabbi Eliezer, and therefore he had to explain, well, if it needs to be Lishmo, how can you have a Kherosho to be gotten right? And then we have Rav Nachman who says, no, it's much better to learn this Mishnah as a day, as Rabbi Meir, and it doesn't have to actually be written Lishmo. Now we're going to bring a third explanation of the Mishnah. He says, but Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, in the name of Shmuel, says, no, but if it's where he left the Torah. This that the Kherosho to be wrote to get and it's kosher, they wrote the standard part of the get. But you then need a, a reliable, someone who can be or shliya, someone who can write the get to come in and fill in all the important, the ikar of the get. Again, the names, the dates, the names, the date, etc. So that's what he is. And so too, Rav Chagam Ishmaidullah said that, gave, said that, yeah, when we say that a chere shoyt of a cotton or kosher throughout the get, it's referring to where they wrote the toy face, but they left the toy race. And then again, the mission would be Rebbe Lezer. But Rebbe Zeka, Omer Rebbe Yochanan, ain't a Torah, ain't a Torah. Rebbe Zeka said in the name of Rebbe, that's not the Torah. I think what he means is, that's not, that cannot be. No, because that's basically how I get to this thing. Yeah. So, so, my Eino Torah, what's, it's not Torah, so Omer Rebbe Abba, Kan Hoidiyacho, the Tana tells you, Sha'ain Koach Lishmo, that there's no power in Lishmo. I, Rebbe Meyahi, and you have to say then it's Rebbe Meyah. I think what, what it means by this is there's no power Lishmo. Is if you read that, if I ask you how important is Lishmo, how important is that it gets written Lishmo? And then you read our Mishnah. You've totally undermined the power of the needed Lishmo. It's not like who cares about Lishmo? You just told me a Cherish of a cotton. That's it. So now you want to come and tell me that the Mishnah is Rebbe Eliezer. 
Rebelezer would never, even if Rebelezer is discussing, you know, the parts of the get that the Cheres shows you, he would never say that such a blanket statement that undermines the significance of Lishmor, which again, according to Rebelezer, would totally invalidate it. So it's a strange way of saying it, but I think that's chat in this Gemara. It says, This Mishnah is coming to tell you that there's no power in Lishmor. Come along and tell me that that's Rebbe Lezer who expresses his opinion in a way dismissing Lishmo. It doesn't make sense. So it's for Rebbe Meir, so it must be Rebbe Meir. That the Edim are signed on the but wait, didn't we have a teaching in the, that Rabbi Bachana told us in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that our Mishnah is Rabbi Lezer? So here we just had Rabbi Zreika tell us in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the Mishnah is definitely not Rabbi Lezer. You have to learn it as Rabbi Meir. But elsewhere, um, We've had it earlier on in the Masech that we explained this Mishnah as being Rabbi Elazar in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Sorry, we've said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that this Mishnah is Rabbi Elazar. Amorai, Nino, if I live with Rabbi Yochanan. Yeah, it's a Machlaik as Amorai. How Rabbi Yochanan explained this, this Mishnah. I have a feeling Rabbi Yochanan either revised his opinion. At one stage he was teaching uh, this Mishnah in accordance with Rabbi Lazar and bringing those explanations. Rabbi Lazar and bringing those explanations. And at another stage, when he revised, and then he taught to Rabbi Meir, or the other way around, and therefore his different Talmudim have different traditions in what Rabbi Yochanan <coughs> But again, so we actually have three Pshatim in the Mishnah. Two assert that it's Rabbi, that the easiest one is that it's Rabbi Meir. Um, two assert that it's Rabbi, um, that it's Rabbi Meir. No, sorry, two assert, one asserts that it's Rebbe Meir, and then it's very easy. There is no forgotten because it doesn't have to be Lishmo. Two assert that it's Rebbe Elazar, but then the difficulties doesn't have to be Lishmo. So that's Rav Huna said, yeah, the case is where you have an adult supervising, and then they almost implant the Lishmo in the get, either through their own intent or through the Terashot of a Khatan putting it into their mind. And at the end, that no, it's referring to them writing the Torah, but not the sorry, the toy face and leaving the Torah for an adult to write. Um, Everyone is valid to deliver a get, except for a cheresheit of a cotton, a summa and a oiveid kochavim. So the cheresheit of a cotton, a blind person and a non-Jew. Rashi learns... Okay, we'll come back there. But um, Kibel Hakaton Vihigdil. What happens if so the man wants to get this get? So he gave it to this child who received it while they were a child, and then they delivered it when they were an adult. He gave it to a deaf mute who who received the get, and then he grew up. And uh, became uh, learned to speak or learned to hear. Summa venis or he gave it to a blind person who, who, who then got their sight back. Or shoite venis he gave it to a shoite, an insane person who then went uh, sane. or he gave it to a non-Jew who converted. So again, when you receive the get, he was invalid. But when you think you apostle, so in all these cases it's invalid. The reason is because the shlichus never got off the ground. Remember when you, when the husband gives it to this guy, says please take it to deliver it. That process never happened because it was given invalidly. So then when he subsequently delivers it, he was never appointed as a shliach to deliver it. Aval, however, 
Oh, let's see. So in the reverse also wouldn't work because when he hands it over, oh, then it would be the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think I think th- I think in the reverse we wouldn't work. However, aval What happens if he receives it as a pikach, and then he becomes a deaf mute, and then before he delivers it, he becomes a, he gets his speech back. Or He was he could see and then he went blind and then he could see again. <coughs> he was sane. He went insane and then he became sane again. So again, all of these when he received it from the husband, he was kosher as a shaliach. In the interim, he became possible, and then he became sane again. So in all those cases, kosher. Any time that the tchila, the starting of the shlichos and the conclusion of the shlichos is with das, is valid. It doesn't matter really what happens in the interim. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to go into, we said that the, the first point of the Mishnah was that a cherishoit of a cotton, suman oibet kochomim cannot act as a shliach to deliver a get. So, and we said the reason is, so it says, I understand why a cherishoit of a cotton cannot deliver a get because they don't have das. They can't act as a shaliach. A shaliach has to be able to uh, almost replace you. When you appoint a shaliach to do something on your behalf, they have to be able to replace you. They can't. Rashi says, yeah, says more strongly, it has to be an adult. And he says, because we learn it out from the puzzle, a man will take the sheep on behalf of the family. So you see that a man has to do it on behalf of everyone, someone who is um, mentally competent. This, can I ask a question? If let's say you've got to, when you take it, you um, have to um, almost like make a kenyan on it, like possess it. Take acceptance of it, and then give it. Well, can I say uh, if you go to my locker, I left a get for you to deliver for me? That's it. No. Or, or, yeah. That, I don't do, know. Can I, don't I say know. that, or do I have to actually give it to you and say, can you deliver this get for me to so and so that you take it, or can I just say I left the get so that I just box it to my wife and be my ex-wife? Please. I'm not sure. Okay. But imagine he has to do something a bit of visual to make him a but I'm not sure. Make sure that he's a shidiyah. Yeah. Then it says, It also makes sense why an Anju can't be a Shliach because he's what's Lavar Hetera. He doesn't have this Heter of Gitin. Kiddushin and Gitin do not apply by non Jews. And therefore, anything that you yourself can't do, you can't act as a shliach for someone else. That's an important habit. <coughs> you can only be a shliach if it's something that you can do. So this non-Jew can't do gitin and kiddushin. So Why can't a non-Jew not do gitin and kiddushin? So very interesting. Yeah, the Rambam says, how do non-Jews, I might have mentioned this, how do non-Jews get so The Rambam right at the beginning of, I don't know if it heals was kiddushin. Um, how does a non-Jew get married? They just decide, to, uh, the man and the woman decide to be married. And, when, and move in together. And then they married. And how do they get divorced? They decide to part ways and move out. So that's the... Whereas Hashem 
imbued Yisrael with a special kedusha that we have to perform kedushin before we married and nisuin, and uh, and and therefore to and to undo that, you then need a gitin. So a non-Jew does not have gitin and kedushin do not apply to a non-Jew, therefore he can't act as a shviak for them. So so okay, so understand the most of the issues is elo summa my lord, but why can't a blind person be a shliach? Says Omar says because he does not know who he's receiving the get from and who he is giving the get to. Tosfos explain it a little bit clearer. They say it implies here that the shliach actually has to know the husband and the wife. You can't just say, oh, you can't just put on, uh, what, on Facebook or on your WhatsApp group, anyone traveling to uh, Cape Town, anyone traveling to Israel, I need you to deliver a get. They have to know, oh, Reuven wants to give his get to Leah, I know who that is. So it sounds from here that that would be a requirement which you don't really see anywhere, no. that the Shriach has to know the husband and the wife. Um, says, no, so therefore Tosa suggests, you can make a distinction that Generally, anyone can deliver a get, even if they don't know the parties. Why? Because he's told, oh, you, you go get the get, you're getting a get from Ruvain, that is Ruvain. And he takes it, says when he gets to Cape Town, he asks around who's Leia, they direct him to Leia, and he gives it. Says, but a summa, the dafka summa, but specifically a summa, sheyokalatosa, he's easier to mislead, and therefore we have the concern that he will be misled. Someone can go up to the sum and say, I'm Ruvain, please take this get and give it to Leah. And he doesn't know Ruvain. Easier to, it's easier to, to, uh, to mislead, to trick, because he can't see who it is, whereas he can subsequently, um, and that's the concern. Okay, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. We have, but then we're saying no. But we're saying that doesn't no because according to this version, according to this version, it's irrelevant. It is irrelevant, but what would be if he's delivering the get in Eretz Yisrael? From even from in the same town to the other town. Same town. Can you take this down the street to my wife? So our Mishnah says a summa can't. With how you're explaining it, maybe a summa can. No, he can't. As long as it's in the same town that he doesn't have to make the declaration that he can. So that is because you're not going to be able to find the person afterwards to identify who did the escape again. If he's blind, he can't identify the person later. And but when do you have to say that declaration? When you bring it from overseas. But according to your explanation, even if you take in a get from one side of the room to the other side of the room, you... You have to be able to recognize the people. Uh, well, let, let me rephrase it. According to your explanation, if you're delivering, a, delivering the get from one side of the room to the other side of the room, you can deliver it because you don't have to say Bafonaneta or Fonaneta. The way we've explained it, that it's based on recognition and easier to mislead, you cannot deliver a get in that case. So it's got nothing to do with having to say the declaration. It has to do with recognition. With recognition. Um, but we'll see, it does come up because then the Gemara says, so that's why we would say a summa cannot. So Omar of Shaysh, so, so that's the first suggested answer is why a summa cannot because he can't really recognize the people. Matke Flora Yosef 
says Rabbi Yosef challenges, says, Oh, well, then, how do you ever permit a summa with his wife? He arrives home and he, hears, and he goes up to the woman in the house. He doesn't know, he can't see that it's his wife. It could be misled, so that shouldn't be right. And not only that, any person who wants to be intimate with their wife in the dark. He has to be intimate with his wife in the dark. And you can argue that you have to be intimate with your wife in the dark. Well, then, how's he allowed that? He can't see that it's her. Says Ella, but fears ain't the color. Rather, we rely on recognizing the voices. So we see that recognizing a voice is considered recognizing. Again, let's just plug in Tatsos because Tatsos is saying, um, if I don't have to know that that's Ruvain and that's Leah, but if I'm told that's Ruvain and I see what he looks like, and then I'm told to deliver it to Leah, and I go and that's what that's what Leah looks like, and I deliver it to that's fine. I don't have to know who they are. We're saying a blind person, according to us, is more easily misled. But that, so that's again, I'm, someone told me, I'm Ruvain, will you deliver this to Leia? I have no idea. And now we're saying, no. Just as I could recognize him by sight, I can recognize him by sound. And therefore, if there's any issues, and they come, they say, uh, a guy gets up and says, I'm Ruvain, and I never gave the gift. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's not the, when the voice, that's quite a deep voice. The person who gave it to me had a squeaky voice, or whatever it is. Yeah. And he'll recognize it like that. Um, no, I'm not reading the Tosas. It was the Tosas I already read. Um, but I'm just bringing that, that distinction that even if you don't have to necessarily know the person, I mean, I know you. So if someone says, go to Gavin, or Gavin said, Gavin asked this, or whatever, I know who you are. And Gavin said, can you wait for sure? I'm not going to be like, who's that? I, I know. But you could say, um, Bob, you know, you know, Bob, who sits in the front of the shul, asked, can you help him with this? Like, who's Bob? Like, if I don't know who it is, I can still find Bob, and I can still identify him, and I can still help him. Yeah, so someone, you say, can you give Bob this, uh, this money? So who's Bob? He's like, oh, the guy who sits there, this is what he looks like. I go up and give him. If there's any issues later, I can identify him. We're saying that that, again, okay, I don't know who Bob is. So it's not a strong identification, but I can identify him and carry out, you know, deliver this money for me. But if I, and so too by sound. And then we go to the river to Bob, I ask around, who's Bob? And they tell me who it is, and I go give him the money, basically. And he says, thank you. It seems so, yeah. And it's, uh, and it's based on a strong argument from the Gemara that you can recognize someone with by sound. That's considered, that's considered recognition. So, but now he challenges us. He says, he says, um, yeah. So, so, so this can't be pshat So, to hear when you ask a blind person to deliver the gate, he can use his recognition. So, we must be dealing with where the gate is being delivered from You has to be able to say it was written and signed before me, and a blind person cannot say that. Okay, so you see how they two different answers, but I explained to you why logically it's irrelevant. Um, and the it, um, it says, Omar le Abaye. Abaye said to him, he says, wait, Based on this, if you have someone who could see, and then they went blind, they can still deliver the gift. Because they can come in and say, I know now I can't see, but if this was before I got uh, mugged and hit in the head and couldn't see, but before I saw the get was written and uh, signed before me. 
And therefore, but he says, Tani, but we said in our Mishnah, If someone could see and then they went blind, and they received again, then they went blind, and then they became, could see, that's when it's valid. That implies, that implies he has to be able to see when he delivers it. So again, this can't be chat, because our Mishnah implies you have to see when you deliver it. We say that is if the key point is that he has to be able to say then why does he have to be able to see when he delivers it? So that can't be chat. He says, no. Who are doing the Afal Kav the Loi Chazav when it's Vapech? No, you're right. Actually, a, per, a blind person can deliver a get as long as he could see and say the declaration and, but since we mentioned that a person who was sane and then they went insane and then they became insane again, and that's specifically because he did become sane again. If he did not become sane again, he could not deliver the get. It also teaches regarding sight, but sight actually doesn't have that requirement. Again, because someone who can't see is still mentally competent, so they can't act as a shriach. They just can't, if it's a get being delivered from Kutzlaris to Eretz Israel, they just can't say, so they can't act as a shriach. But as long as they could see that and could say it, even if they blind now, they can't. Whereas again, when you're dealing with an insane person, to act as a shliach, they had to have been sane when they received it, and sane when they deliver it. Sane when they deliver it. So if they're insane, that's why the Mishnah has to mention. Once the son is still in front of you, he can say that he shall not put it Well, that's what's fine. The guy goes blind on the way. He can still say it. He can still say it. So that's why it's fine. Says Omar Ravashi Ravashi says, We can actually deduce this from the Mishnah because the last point of the, at the end of the Mishnah he says, Anything, any person who starts off the Shlichus and ends off the Shlichus with Das is valid. And it doesn't say anyone who's kosher at the beginning and kosher at the end. Shmami, now we see from here this, this point that it has to start off and end with kosher is connected to das, competence, which a summa is never, there's never, the, the competence of the summa was never in question. Yeah. That's the, so, so when we say this requirement of stay, that he has to return to his good status, it's the cheresh well, uh, of the shoite who were. Uh, same or could speak, lost that ability, and then got it again because it's to do with us. Okay, let's go on to the new point. Boy, my name is Rebiami. They ask Rebiami, Eved Maushe Yaseh Shliach Leget, Lekabel Get Isha Miyad Bala. What's the halacha? Can a slave act as a Shliach to receive a get from their husband? From, uh, sorry, act on behalf of the woman to receive the get? I can. Not her own slave. Because as we saw earlier on in the Sechta, slave can have the status of Chotzer in certain scenarios. Can a woman ask another person's slave, please don't get that get from me? It also can't be the husband's slave, <coughs> as we'll, we'll, we'll see about the husband's slave himself. Um, according to Rashi, it's the same question whether you ask, can he act as a shliach for the woman to receive the get? Or can he act as a shliach for the man to deliver the get? It's the same question. What's the difference whether it's the man asking a slave to deliver it, to act as a shliach, or a woman who's asking a slave to receive it for her? 
It's the same question. According to others, it comes up in the run and stuff, they quote the Rima Gash. That's uh, the Rambam's Rebbe. Um, it's the Talmud of the Rift. So phenomenal, phenomenal Talmud. We don't really know about him because he's faded out of the Concord, but you see how they reference him. He was called uh, the, the Rambam's Rebbe. That's it. Um, so he has, no, there actually is a distinction. Okay, now I'm going to leave it there for you to try to think what's the difference whether you are, that you might be able to, that you have a question whether he can act to receive the get, but he can actually be a... You can def- a woman can definitely appoint a shliach to receive the get. Yeah, no, no, the no, question no, no, is, can she appoint an evid as a shliach? But she, if she's appointing an evid, she's appointing somebody to receive the get on her behalf. Yeah, what's wrong with that? As I said, a woman can appoint a shliach to receive the get on her behalf. Right. The question is, can that person be a evid? So he said to him, well, by the fact that you say Oyved Kochavim is invalid in the Mishnah, Michal to Evid Kosher, it must be an Evid is Kosher. So Omar Abbasi Rabbasi says, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, Naima Rabbi Yochanan, Aina Ebin Nasir Shliach the Kabul Gate. So he's making a deal in the Mishnah, but the fact that the Mishnah says, Acher Shadok Otom, Summa and a non Jew can't deliver a get. Must be an Evid can deliver a get. Ravashi says, No, a she cannot act as a get because she's not included in the halachas. He's not included in the halachas of getting and kiddushin. A slave cannot get married or divorced. So he can't act as a shliach for mitzvahs that he doesn't, that are not relevant to him. Um, So he says, "Might get floor, Time the meals delay so home. So that's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. So now Rabbi Lezer is going to challenge this. Might get floor, Rabbi Lazar. Time the meals delay so home. The meals that is a kosher. Basically, what you've said is for halachas that do not apply to the slave, he cannot cannot act as a shliach. But other halachas that a slave is relevant to, he can act as a shliach. Remember, a slave has the same mitzvah as a woman. So we, he's going to say that no." You, so, so basically, what Rebbe is not challenging the halacha by get. He's challenging this reason, this logic of Rebbe Yochanan, that a slave can't act as a shliach when it's relevant to him, when it's irrelevant, when it's a halacha that's not applicable to him. Because he wants to show that a slave can never act as a shliach, even if it's a halacha that's relevant to him. Remember, slave has the same mitzvahs as a isha. So there are mitzvahs that are relevant to a slave. So the question is, and it sounds like that slave can be a shliach. A slave can be a shliach in those scenarios, but not. But we're going to show, Rabbi Loza wants to show that a slave can never be a shliach. He says, We know a non Jew and a kuti. Who have the halachas of truma? I Eretz Yisrael is kadosh, and granted, a non-Jew or a kuti, we assume in here is also a non-Jew, do not have the obligation to separate truma. If they separate truma, it's a good separation because the land is kadosh, so it grows devil. Says that none as we learned in the Mishnah. Oved kol chomim va kuti she tormu mishalahem trumasum truma. V'tnan 
And we learned in the Mishnah, if a non-Jew acts on behalf of a Jew to separate Truma, it doesn't count as Truma. Now my timer, why is it? You just said that if a halach is relevant to someone, they can act on behalf. They can act with this halacha. So we've just said that a non-Jew can separate Truma for himself, so he should be able to act as a shliach. Says my timer, what's read? Lami Gamatem. Ma atem Yisrael, Afshluchem Yisrael. The pasuk where we learn how shlichos by Truma could adds in also you, who's also coming to include your shliach. But it's got to be also like you, which means only a Jew. So, so a shliach is only a Yisrael. It's irrelevant of whether the mitzvah applies to them or not. There's a blanket underlying requirement by shlichus that it's a Jew. So Omri, No, when it's saying that your shliach must be like you, not saying like you as a Jew, it's saying like you as B'nai Bris, someone who has a bris. A Eved, when he's taken as an Eved Kanani, has a bris. So therefore, that's how Rabbi Yochanan would have to give a nut. So a slave could act as a shliach for Truma because he's B'nai Bris. A non-Jew can't because he's not a B'nai Bris. Can a slave deliver a get? Yes, he can act as a shliach from, no, sorry, from the aspect of he can act as a shliach, yeah, but he doesn't have the halachas of kitchen and kedushin, and therefore he can't. So now we understand why Rabbi Yochanan specified that point. Okay, uh, let's carry on. Omar Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, Omar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Chiyabar Abba said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Eina eved naaseh shliach lekabal get isham yad baale, lefisha eina betoras getim vikidushin. Okay, so again, like we said, Rabbi Yochanan, a slave cannot act to receive a get from her husband because he does the laws of Kitin and Kiddushin do not apply to him. <coughs> and even though we learned, now this is if one gives a get shikhror to their slave, and he says so he's talking to his female slave and he says to her, you are remaining a shivcha, but this document of freedom applies to your Fetus? If she's pregnant, she acquires it on behalf of the fetus. Now, my im What do you mean? If she was pregnant, she acquires it for him. How can that be? That's the, that's. Uh, why does Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yochanan imply that it's an exception to the rule? Again, we said, Rabbi Yochanan came along and said, an Eved cannot act as a shliach to receive a get on behalf of a woman. Why? Because, wait, wait, why? Because the halachas of a get isha don't apply to him. Which would imply he can be a shliach on behalf of another slave, because the laws of freedom, a slave going free, do apply to him. So that, so the question, so why does Rabbi Yochanan say, and tell you an exception to this rule is a mother can receive the shikhr on beh- uh, uh, a can receive the shikhr on behalf of her unborn child. Says Kiyasa Rav Shmuel by Yehuda Omar when Rav Shmuel by Yehuda he said as follows: Rabbi Yochanan Tarti Omar. Rabbi Yochanan was saying two independent statements. 
Uh, the first one was to do with the get isha, and the second one is discussing the slave as follows. I think it's correct that a slave can receive a get on behalf of his friend from the master of his friend. Right? If you have a slave belonging to a separate person, that slave can act as a shliach between one master and his slave. But not on behalf of his own master. I want a master can't go to his slave, please deliver this get to my other slave. Why? Because the shlichus is never activated. Because as soon as the master puts it in the slave's hand, it's as if he's putting it in his other hand. Because the slave's always acting on behalf of his master. So it's the same thing as the master going like from one hand to his left hand. The slave never becomes a shliach. So then the slave can't deliver the get. I'm a little bit confused because yeah, it yeah. is the same as the master, then why can't you do it as? But either way, the shlichus is never activated, and therefore, when the slave puts it in the other slave's hand, it's not as a shliach. It's as his own independent yes. work, and therefore, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. And if you want to say, oh, isn't this this explicit halacha, that if she was pregnant, she can acquire it on his behalf? It's his game. So we see, wait, Rabbi Yochanan, you just told me that a slave can't deliver a get on behalf of his master to his friend's slave. Well, then how can this shifra receive the get on behalf of her fetus? It's the same thing as she's working to deliver a get shikhar on behalf of her master. So that shouldn't work. So Amrullah, that, that's what we mean that would be a seizure. So Amrullah, we would say to him, Amrullah, two of the Gdolia Ator explained the matter. Rabbi Zaira, Rabbi Shmuel, Bar Rabbi Yitzhak. Rabbi Zaira and Rabbi Shmuel, Bar Yitzhak. Once Tchad Omar, once started off by explaining, Rebbe holds that if you free half of your slave, he acquires it. Let me go back a step. How does a slave ever become free? We say because the owner gives him a gadget. As soon as he puts it into the hand of the slave, isn't the slave, the slave receiving it from his master and it shouldn't help? Like we just said, if a master gives it to his slave to give it to another person, it's not a handing over. So we say no. When the master is giving the slave the get, the, the get shikhrur, and the slave receives it, at the moment it goes into his hand, he's free, he's free so he's receiving it and he's going free. And Rebbe takes that a step further and says, even if you want to say half of the slave goes free, to the degree that he says, let's say you're, you're receiving it in your right hand, your left side is free. And when the slave receives it, it's, effect, it's, going, it's being delivered to his whole body. So it doesn't matter. So that's um, so that's what he says. So therefore, Khar Omar Homani Rebi he to Omar Hamashakri Khatsi Ibn Kana. If someone delivers a get to his slave saying it's for half a slave, the slave got, a slave acquires it. But Khar Omar and then the other generally we mean that when we say Khar Omar and Khar Omar it's an argument, but here they're building on each other. But Khar Omar and then the other one stepped in and explained it. He says, My time at the Rebi, what's the reason? So my time at the Rebi, what's the reason of Rebi? Of Rebi? 
In this, he holds that an Uber is a Yerech Imam. An Uber acts on behalf of his... Uh, sorry, an Uber is like a limb, not acts on behalf of... Uber is the limb of his mother. So she's accepting for part of her body. So it's as if this, the master is giving her one of her limbs to go free. So we had, again, we had this uh, issue. This, this, so Rabbi Yochanan is teaching to me. He says, really a slave can act to deliver a get, a get shifrur because that halacha applies to him. Unlike a slave cannot deliver a get isha because the laws of gitin and kiddushin do not apply to him. Back a step, oh, then, but... Rabbi Yochanan qualifies and says, but a slave cannot act on behalf of his master to free one of his master's other slaves. And then, oh, but you're going to ask me about the woman <laughs> receiving a get on behalf of a fetus. No, that's a different type of, that's acting on behalf of one of her limbs, which is also valid. Okay, let's do the next mission. Sorry, I'm so late. Even a woman who is not believed to say, my husband your husband died, they are believed to deliver a gift. I, we know that we believe one witness to tell that a, that a, a husband died. A woman wants to get remarried, you can believe a single witness, even a woman, to say that she died. However, you cannot, there are certain women who we believe might be trying to set her up. I get her to remarry, her husband's going to rock up and then she can't marry either. She, can't, she has to divorce her husband and she can't remain with her current husband because it's been adultery. So we suspect them of trying to set her up. He's saying those women can deliver a get. We don't assume that they're going to be delivering the get with intent to cause her to um, remarry based on a possible get. We'll discuss it in the Gemara, but let's see that it says, who are they? Her mother-in-law and her sister-in-law. Bitsarotha and her co-wife. All these women who would be antagonistic to her. The Yavamta, the woman, her sister and her, her, her husband's brother's wife, who she might become a co-wife to. And the daughter of her husband, her stepdaughter. Because all these women, she would be... Uh, would have reason to be against her. The mother-in-law, you know, often have issues with their with their daughter-in-laws because they took their son away from them. Um, a, a sister-in-law, etc. All they would follow on from that, etc. Says Ma ben get lemisa. What's the difference between get and misa? Why are these women not allowed to testify that the husband died, but they are allowed to testify that the husband divorced this woman? Says sheaksab mochiach because the text proves it. A woman herself is allowed to deliver a gift. However, she has to say it was signed and delivered before me. Um, I was hoping to get a bit further, but I think let's leave it for tomorrow.